Good evening and welcome to the Laughing Monkey Music Show. Today we have on Bobby. Bobby is the vocal stylist of Pentagram. Welcome back. How are you? Hey, how are you doing? Good to see you, Sean. Good to see you too, man. I know you've been sick lately. You've been um, and touring and sick and then touring again, right? Yeah, and then sick and touring. Yeah, and then again. That's every time. That's what you're about. <laughs> you know. But but this year you've really you've really been on the road a lot though. You've been traveling a lot. Yeah, we did travel a whole lot. I mean. A lot of flying too, you know. When we were in South America, we were there like uh, uh, fourteen days, and we had like fifteen or sixteen flights. Wow, that's crazy! <laughs> Every single day, and I had to play that night. How is it? How is the touring for you right at this point now? Because with COVID, but I mean the, the bands, the popularity just keeps getting stronger and stronger though too. Like, because COVID kind of put kind of froze time, and I think some bands lost momentum. Obviously, you're a legacy act, being as you've proven yourself. Yeah, we play the same old stale set every time, everywhere. Oh, oh stop. <laughs> oh, guys, can we stand up? I don't rehearse as much. Yeah, true. The point <laughs> is, you've established who you are, that you can deliver the goods, you know. But Thanks. but younger people are coming into, into your music more, I bet, right? And, and especially over overseas. It feels like metal gets oh. very excited over there. Oh my God! I, you know, like Europe has always, uh, you know, been a big reception when we get there, and then first time in South America, I absolutely was floored. I was, I was dumbstruck. Really? I mean, I went off the stage each night, going, "Holy Christ! What the hell?" I mean, it's you know, people are going wacko. Really? It was, yeah, it was just so surreal. I mean, it's girls crying and screaming and pulling on their hair like the Beatles. I, that's why I was, I was saying, "Oh my God." Maybe I, I made it. <laughs> you know, you, you know what? When, when it happens, though, isn't it kind of like I don't know what to do with that? Like you're like, how do I, how do I register that as a human being? Because you're like, you see it, and you're like, oh my god, that's gonna be crazy. The Beatles, and like, like when you're younger, right? But you've obviously gone through this before, and then like when it really happens, and people get that way around you, you're like, like literally one leg at a time, put my jeans on, I have a cough, you know, I got itch yeah. in the back of my head, and people are crying. You're like, I'm glad you appreciate my music. But I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> yeah, I really didn't know how to process it. There was there was a girl that uh, she came to Colombia and she had come from Mexico just to get the first album signed. Okay, that and she was behind. Awesome. Like, like uh, she was behind like uh, two hundred people who were fighting to try to get to the van when we were leaving. Because every place we left, they had to have escorts and police guys keeping us you know, <laughs> to get wow. into the van. And so she's crying and screaming at the top of her voice, please, please, I have to, I have to talk to them. No. And so finally, I was like, I couldn't take any more. It was like, it made me sad. I said, see that girl way back there? Get her and bring her up to the van. She goes, oh, thank you, please. I come from Mexico. I was, and Aww. I was just sweet. touched. It, it brings tears to your eyes. It does. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. It's very flattering. That your music yeah. is that powerful, something that you create. It's humbling, too. It's humbling. The humbling is perfect. You're right. It, it is. is. But it's also like another planet. But then you, I know you, we've talked about this before. You're a big fan, too. When you get crazy, as I get crazy over an artist's music, we're like, oh, my God, this is awesome. So you I tear up. both sides. Right, exactly. Yeah, I tear up. Always. You I can't believe like, there really is the person. And, and they're touchable. And they're, they're actually standing here. They're not right. in a picture or a video. You know? It's like they're real. Yeah. 
it's That's funny because you're on both sides of the fence, right? So it's kind of neat yeah. that you get to do that. But the fact yeah. that you, I love that you guys are getting so much accolades over there. I mean, and obviously over here, but but I mean, this is awesome. You know, you put your time in. Well, yeah, it's just been a few years. A couple. How many? A hot minute. <laughs> yeah, that's why I like the shirt because it says 50 and it's crossed out and says no 51 on, on some of the shirts. <laughs> 50 years here, no 51. It says. The glide through. <laughs> so what else have <laughs> going on with, with, like, with music? Because you, you've been working on some other music too. You've been sure uh, yeah. that? Uh, yeah, just a little though. I mean, you have a um, Facebook group, so it's out there. It's not like it's top secret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The limit, yeah. Yes. Uh, Can we talk about that a little bit? Uh, we're working on another album currently. Um, Excellent. There's really not a lot to say yet. Uh, we had well, we had to add some some touches. Uh, Fabian Dahmer's hasn't okay. done his lead work. We have, to, of course, have to mix it. That's going to be remote to Portugal to Germany to da da da. So it'll be not till you know the end maybe of summer. Next year. Maybe summer. I think probably the end of the year. All right. You know, I want to make it right. That's all. Oh, no, no, and no. Then, just you got, then you got to negotiate and, yeah. you know, all that stuff. What about pentagram there. music? Pentagram. Wow. What? Pentagram is just a little overdue for a new studio album, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what, eight years? It's, it's like Metallica, Guns N' Roses, Pentagram. You guys all got that like eight to 10 year window, right? Eight years it's been, yeah. It's 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 unnerving. You might have some material it's, by now. Can write about. <laughs> hey, you know, I don't know. We you toured we the world a couple apocalypses. We talk about it over and over and over. We have to do another album this year. We've got to do an album in the spring. We've got to do another blah blah blah. And we go on and on with our Geneva Convention. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> you know, we haven't uh, pulled together to do yet. It's, I'm determined to say if the band stays together through 23, we will have done another one, damn it. I mean, come on. I hope so. I mean, your voice it's is disturbing to us. It's, your voice is strong. We've seen what happens to people. You never know going to happen to anything or the time or touring or recording or your health or another band member's health. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it was like. Yeah, no kid. I mean. You it's like time is not on my side. Well, on anybody's side. I mean, look at look at look on right. the paper. I yeah. mean, you're like Keith Richards. You're like just you just keep going. And there's like young TikToker TikTokers and influencers that you see in the in, in, on the news that are like 32, 50, 16. Like so, like it's just all ages and people are passing, or or other things are happening. So it's like let's do things. Let's get things out there. The world. Yeah. You know? It's, it's three generations we've covered now, and the audience is basically about 80 plus percent, 18 to 35. Nice. Uh, you know, and they haven't heard a lot of this stuff. So it's it's pretty neat because, you know, when you play something like When the Screams Come for the 60,000th since whatever time and people get excited, it's like, damn, yeah, good. What is this? Are you, uh, are you at the point, some artists feel like when they hit some songs, they do a lot. They're like, no, I love it. Every time I get the energy. Or sometimes they're like, yeah, I can take it or leave it. 
and sometimes like it depends where are you with some of your bigger songs like do you, are you kind of worn on them or do you like does the audience reinvigorate you the audience does reinvigorate it yeah i mean even the song like forever my queen it was just you know it's, it's been a while yeah, yeah, that's uh, you know, that relentless. You know, the older tunes, uh, it, they do get a new vitality to me. Well, especially you have a video out when the songs you have videos out for, they're going to leak on YouTube and they're going to go across the world to Europe and stuff. And that's all they have. And I mean, in YouTube, and that's one of the great things about like like people like, like a show like this on YouTube or a podcast right. where they can they can talk to you or get an idea of, of what you're like. Well, you're it's not going to get that. Like, you know, 20 years ago on a radio interview, you're not going to have right, that conversation. Right. We're not going to have this or or like like a bootleg show. People are pretty, pretty lax about shows going up now online because there's someone in South America that's not going to see this show in New York. You know what I mean? Right. right. So every night it's a different area that is new to them, you know. Right. It's exciting. So it really it does give you the, the, the option of, of variety uh, content, you know. Yeah, short, right? just like they're doing. You know, you're you're it's, hitting different markets. It's crazy, and, though. It, I mean, yeah, it, it is pretty wild. I mean, that's that's to me being my age. That's the only cool thing about social media. Otherwise, being yes, because you're like what you're thirty four or thirty five. I always forget. Um, you're close. <laughs> close. Thirty six. Thirty six. All right, I didn't want to put it out there. Yeah, I knew. Yeah, I didn't want to tell. It's a rough thirty-six, but it's thirty-six. I'm only I'm only uh, eighteen. So. I think you're probably bigger now than you were ever. Personally, it feels to me like you were, and 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 especially going from what you were to then, and then the movie, X amount of years back, you know, is because I mean, obviously the movie could have gone up, you could have had a good year, but you didn't. Like the movie just said hello, and you've just grown from there, you know. Yeah, the last few years since like nineteen when we started touring again. And then now, post pandemic, it, it has really gone wacko. It's it's strange to me. It's hard to accept. It really is because I'm not off stage. I'm pretty shy. I don't know what yeah. to do with myself. I don't know what to say. You know, and it's like, uh, damn, we really got there. I guess <laughs> of a sort. Are people expecting things differently of you? I mean, I know you when we talk. We talk. You know, you're, you're pretty chill. Are people expecting to be something that you're some kind of wild demon? Bobby from the movies or the videos. I mean, you got like 50 years of footage out there now. Crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't I don't do this stuff though as a it's not contrived to me, it just happens. It's like, you know, so they expect, you know, actually I try I try my damnedest to just be down to earth and cordial because I'm so appreciative that people appreciate it like like I always dreamt of. It's, it's, cool. it's deserved. It's deserved. You've got, you know, good music. But you got to get an album out. I'm not going to let you go on that one. you got to yep. get an album out this year. Yep. You gotta talk, talk to the boys. You're the man in charge. Lay down the law. I need a new album. Definitely. You know. It's, it's a what? must. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you a couple uh, of top questions of, of some of your favorite music and some of your earlier music. But I want to ask you, what is your favorite album you've done? And separately, what is your favorite song you've ever done of your music? My music, well, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. My, favorite, my favorite album. I, I tell this all the time is it, it's never changed. It's Sub Basement, okay. And Sub Basement was with just myself and Joe Hasselbander, yep. Uh, but it's just 
such a demented album and so strong that I've always been in love with it. You know, it's, it's really got, mm, it's everything. It really is an overdose album. Yeah, and uh, Out of Luck on there is my favorite song that I've ever written the music and what was too. Yeah, those are good. Those are good, good calls from my side. I like that. With the, I like because I, I couldn't think I could say it would be hard for me with you guys. There's a few bands I really can't do that with. And you're, yours is one of it because each of your albums has a little different of a flavor to me. So it really depends on yeah. what day it is. I can't be yeah. like, and, and this is a thing like we said Metallica. Like like Metallica, I know like I could throw a Metallica album in almost all of them. If I'm going to move to Metallica, I'm going to I'm going to dig it. It depends on kind of mood I am in for which Pentagram album I listen to. Break yeah. from social media, people. Watch my show. Watch our show here, and then take a break from social Box. media. And go outside. Make and sure you watch today. <laughs> today, and then when you're outside, them. riding your bike or, or taking a walk. Put your headphones in or your earbuds and listen to Pentagram. But be outside. Be on social media. <laughs> go back the old-fashioned way and listen to music when you're outside. Um, That's right. It's like the telephone but, cord. Yeah, at the wall. It was nice. Now I'm not in the house. I'm not around. Right. It's a weird yes. thing. Sometimes I, I take off my device, I leave it, I won't do it because you don't want to be tethered to it anymore, you know. But right. Right. when you have kids, it's hard and you have businesses, you got people get in touch with you. It's a weird it's a weird yeah. thing. So all your years, think all your years of touring, favorite artist to play with that you've shared a stage with. Oh wow. That's hard. Boy, that's hard. You know, whatever uh, we talk, I never ask any fan questions. I want to get a couple fan questions just for the fans because I want to be in my case, I never ask you any fan questions. I just BS I, with you. <laughs> one of my very favorites. Well, not toured with, but played with at. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Yes. Is the way I'd have Cheers. to do them. Uh, the Sonics were really. I was. Yeah. You know, like I was like a kid in the candy store. I was dancing on the stage, sitting behind, standing behind Jerry Rosler. You know, he's alive, and and uh, Michael Shanker too, of course. Yeah. Wishbone Ash. Concert. First concert. What's your first concert? He did hell. When was the first time he played live in front of people? Yeah. Uh, if you can remember. 1972, I think. Wow. That's impressive. Well, no, the first time I played with, wasn't with Pentagram. Right. right. That's so impressive. 1972 quite a while ago. I was two my years first old. Band, well, my first band, The Shades of Darkness. Yeah. And we played in 1966. Uh, and I remember it. It was at a silo in Warrington, Virginia at a dance. And we fit all the equipment and five people and the driver in a Cadillac. Nice. Go do that now. <laughs> but it's still the same. You're still doing the grind. You're still on the road. You still are, yeah, and, it, and it's still hurry up and wait when you get there. <laughs> yeah, that's all it that you're taking. Just hurry up and wait. Everywhere you go, you know, you stand around, twiddle your thumbs. Well, when 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 do we do this? <laughs> it's kind of weird. Yeah. When you're actually relaxing, so like, so basically, you just been on the road all the time, or you just uh, so you've been back for like what a couple weeks now, a month or so. I've been back for a little over a month. What do you? What do you? What are you doing oh, to relax? I, I watch a lot of baseball games. Yeah. Yeah. When, when baseball time. season, I don't miss baseball. And then I watch football games. And then I eat and eat and eat and eat. Well, you're only like 15 pounds, though, so you can't afford to eat and eat and eat without getting weight. 
<laughs> you're one of the few people that can do that. When I eat a meal, I gain like three pounds. And then the next day I've, I've lost it. And it's, it's weird. That's crazy. It's like buy the, buy the meal. <laughs> no. yeah. See, I was like, COVID happened. I gained some weight and then I gained some weight on top of that weight. Like my COVID weight gained some COVID weight. Like it's been a. Yep. I did that too, but now I got rid of my tummy and I'm proud as hell of that. It was good. Done. Well, you're on tour. You're moving around a little bit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. Activity. Right. And at my job, we we were off site and I was at a temp site. I do IT. And I was at like a little temporary site between our building. We were moving, but because no one was in, I was just sitting. Now we moved to a new nice building. They redid it. There's like, it's in a big building. Big fancy building, and we, we got two floors of it. So I'm up and down the stairs. I'm moving around again. Does you it know? have a gym? Um, there is, but I won't go to it. At least I'm tired of lying to myself. Yeah. Like I literally, I'm like, I just need to walk. I need to move. You know, I need a purpose. Mm-hmm. I think going to the gym it doesn't think it's a purpose to me. Exactly. See, when I'm here, there really isn't. Right. Like, you know, it's, it's a bummer all the time. I'm here by and myself. He, you notice it's because it's not vanity. Like I can't, if I can't, I don't, I don't have enough vanity to be like, I got to look at the gym and work out because I'm looking bad. I'm like, yeah, I get it. I don't look good. And I wash out better. But I don't have that much motivation. Yeah, but I don't, I'm not that concerned about how I look enough to actually go and put the energy into it. I'm like, that. But maybe it's good. You don't have that much ego, but that you're kind of lazy. Yeah. I am the laziest SOB you have ever seen walking. <laughs> and so I'm just, you know, I'm a beach whale. I really am. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, why do I bother? I don't care. I'm changing my shirt the last four or five days. <laughs> yeah. What's what's nobody, the plans for you? There's nobody here. <laughs> no, you're on you're you're we're on you're on holiday now. Yeah. How long are you guys down for? A couple weeks? I didn't even oh, I was I, even looking at your schedule. God do I wish. No, we have nothing in sight, man. Oh really? Nothing is we haven't even scheduled yet at all. And uh yeah. That's weird. Yeah, I think it's weird too. Very weird. Because that's what's usually aren't your agents or people or whoever handles your handlers usually mm-hmm. or someone's like trying to get something going like into the year. Uh, they're they're now just starting to talk to places because we haven't been to the West Coast since sixteen. Want that to be the first? I'd like it to be the first tour of the next year. But yeah. uh, I don't know what's going to happen. We talked also about, seriously talked about doing uh, the new album also in the March area. You know, that but, would be a good time to do it if you know it's got nothing going on. Yeah. You know, maybe head up so, in the New England area for a little warm-up show up in the New England area for some of us. <laughs> we did up there. I know. Just I, know. I'm already, I know. Yeah. I didn't make that one. Where? <laughs> Actually, you show. I wanted, I wanted to go to the one I said. Um, what was it? This was a... Uh, Wizard of the Blizzard Fest? What was it? It was in Atlanta. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I couldn't in make that Atlanta. one. Snowblind. 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 I wish I could have gone. That was that right was on the great. Time. Yeah. I had just seen um, Scott, why not? Scott uh, a couple, I think a couple weeks mm-hmm. before that. I caught him in um, somewhere in Connecticut now. I don't even know what town it was in. I don't, Space Ballroom or something? I'd never been there before. Uh their show they have the same agents that we do and and i don't know even some of the towns i mean yeah i didn't either i was like oh it's close enough for me mm-hmm. if you get within an hour and a half of me. north carolina 
you know, we played uh, Huntsville, Alabama. Like, mm. go figure. Huntsville, Alabama. Wow, it's really out there. Yeah, it is. I won't go into that one. Well, I actually, well, there's one of the things I used to, so I went to school in, in, in Atlanta. I'm from obviously New England in Connecticut. But for uh, college, I went to, uh, I, got a, I got a degree in recording in, in video and audio. 1990, 89, 90. So I went down to Atlanta for, for my degree. Oh, okay. In the area, we're Southerners. So like on school breaks, my, my buddy Huntsville, Alabama, he had a place down there and his family had some money. So I went home with him for like the holidays because I'm not going to go wave to Connecticut again. Right. And they had like, I think they had like a car dealership or something because like there was like a parade. I remember there was like a parade and the family all drove cars or something. And they're like, here, here's some keys to like a Corvette or something crazy. We need you. We need the next person driving. Can you give a license? I'm like, yeah. They're like, here, you can drive this, this Corvette. <laughs> I had just gone to their house. It was so weird, you know. And I'm like, I don't know. I've never been there before. And I'm like, all right. So I literally was in this parade driving this Corvette. And I forgot about that stuff. I forgot about that for like, like freaking thirty years. But that's was I was there one time for like two days. Um, <laughs> that's a funny. That's a funny memory to remember. All of a sudden, that is but weird. Yeah. It's a small town though. It's a small, very spacious. Yes. Uh, well, the southern places like that, or you know, the Carolinas and uh, yeah. you know, Georgia and places and stuff like that. How's the draw there for you? Uh, lousy. lousy. <laughs> I think it's yeah. for a lot of bands, though. I mean, who's it like? So, like, I think it's a hard gig for someone like that, for anybody, like any rock bands, because a people, a, people are like, oh, I, I want to go out tonight, especially if it's a weeknight. Unless it's a Friday or Saturday, it's gonna hurt you. Mm -hmm. I got a I got a, a town not that far from me, Stafford, Connecticut. Uh, they got a Stanford? Place called the Stafford, yeah. Stafford. Stafford. They have a place called the Palace. Mm -hmm. Now I think I don't think Sebastian Bach a couple years ago, I didn't go to the show, but I don't even know if he filled it. You know. <laughs> now, I'm not saying anything positive or negative, but we know he's been popular, you know, we had some platinum albums. It's not a huge place. But still, it's a hard fill for anybody. Some of these, some of these outer places, just because of where it's at. You're out of the way. They're in a boondock somewhere. You know, they really well, like for me to get Stafford. It would take me. It would take me like 45. My wife, she was like, she really hadn't been there before. So we went through the other day. I said, yeah, it's funny. You get off the highway, and it seems like you're going to Stafford, and then you, there's like another 15 minutes to go into it. You actually drive through like three more town lines, and you need to go back into the town again, over the river, <laughs> to the woods, and then you're back in the main street. And then that's where the palace, where the club would be. So it's like you're, it's it's a long it's a long drive to go we see a band on a Wednesday night on a work night. Yeah, we did that on a, uh, a Tuesday, I think it was. We had to go to Chesapeake, Virginia, right, which is like about twenty minutes from Virginia Beach, but it's nothing there except military base. And we thought, are we playing for the service people tonight? Well, we didn't know. We had no idea, you know. I thought it was going to be like Virginia Beach. We played there in, in 16. I had a good crowd and everything. It was party. And yeah. then, uh, you know. I was envisioning when you said that military, I think it was like, a, like Spinal Tap. <laughs> Play hey, the military I playing was for all military people when I started playing in, in the first uh, you know years of my career. It was all audience. service people. Yeah, it was, it was all uh, Vietnam uh, people, draftees and you know, NCO clubs and, and service clubs and stuff like that. One, two, three clubs. They're all coming and going to Nam. Rock, and, you know, rock cool. is rock is, is is more of a of an everyday 
Maybe it used to be. I can't say it now. The world's really changed a lot in the past. Yeah, years. Yeah. But in the seventies, it really you really felt like it was like you had a, you had your stations. You know, stations as I mean place, not radio stations. Like you had your silos or whatever, swim lanes. Yeah. But now, everybody. I just saw somebody post something about um, Finland or Iceland or one of those countries. Like the prime minister is a thirty-six-year-old woman at a, some metal show. Or something. You know, right? you see a politician at a metal oh, show. So like, 30, ah. Yeah, first off, you're that age, thirty-six. Right. A female, a female prime minister. Well, Europe's a lot more uh, advanced than the U.S. is. So it's awesome. So, so yeah. So you're young, you're female, and you're a metalhead, and you're a prime minister. Yes. Yeah. You, there's no telling now. Right. There's no way to measure. Yeah. But culturally, you you've seen so much though. Like it's sort of a historical thing, though, right? The changing of time as you've toured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the times have they really it's drastic now. Now it's very plus you get the wisdom of the years and you really reflect more on you know Jesus. Wow, it's a trip. It's got to be. I mean, like especially because you had the seventies and it was like America, but then the eighties you had like the Reaganomics where we we got kind of puffy. And everyone's like, USA is the best place. And then like the 90s and early 2000s, things kind of bubble started busting. The internet kind of started opening up the world. And the world was more aware of everything. It did. And the economy changed really right. drastically. It, it did. I mean, like the post-pandemic price of everything has gone up a third. Yeah. A third. That's that's a little bit of inflation there. And you say, so oh. if you want a tour before it, and you go on tour afterwards for the same money, you make nada. <laughs> yeah. And that's and that's here's the part of the show where I tell everybody: if you see the band come in town, obviously I'm talking about Bobby and the Boys. But if you see a band that you want to see, don't wait. Even if it's a Wednesday night, you gotta go out to the Palace or you gotta go to Chesapeake Bay or wherever you gotta go. You need to see them because a and, and you're gonna confirm this to me: getting vans has been a pain in the butt this past year for touring vans because everybody did it at once. Gas has gone up a third to a half. Oh my then, God, the gas And then, and then wow. take a minute, let's talk about people like these shirts cost too much. Here's let me, I'm going to, I'm going to complain for you people. The band has to buy the shirts up front. Then they got to put them in something. You got to drag them behind them. Then right. they're paying for, they're paying for the gas, the drag of carrying these shirts to have the right sizes. So people don't complain about the wrong size and the wrong design. And it costs too much. So they got all the money up front. Then when they get to the venue, then you, some of the venues take like 20, 25%. It's like the mob. And yes, then you get they are really right, right. They so, tap you, and that's it. You know, you're going to pay or you're not going to play. That is the worst. Is that a, a venue hits you up for that? That it's that true. to me is kind of cold, uh, especially now. Even worse. So and the festivals, you don't sell as much merch, right? Well, because there's so much you, think too. you sell more, but there's so many bands selling their stuff that we didn't take merch into three or four of them. We played five festivals in Europe out of yeah. twelve gigs or something like that. We didn't bother with the merch. It was like, really? why unload it when sell five shirts? <laughs> so, you know. Well, that's the thing. Then you got to find somebody who's going to do it. This could be a, um, a roadie, or it's going to be somebody's friend, or a girlfriend, or a boyfriend. And then are they going to do you a favor? Are you going to pay him? I mean, yeah, you do the whole the right, then, task within right, your, then, your group. Your, your group. And then, you know, is it fair for somebody? And then, you know, someone's always getting the bat of the stick. So if, if people see the opportunity to see the band, if somebody's standing at the merch table, Buy some merch. Do it. It's not. It's, it helps keep the machine going. It's. It's. You're working towards a break even. Live like a comfortable thing. Like, so 
but you can buy cigarettes. You're not living in a in a mansion. You're just you're living in a nice place. You want to eat. You want to have health care. You want to keep performing. That's all. That's all to do crazy. things that other people get to do in right. their normal job life and so forth. This is my normal job life. I want to right. be, all I want to do is just be able to eat, have a roof on my head, and then have clothes on. The, the days of, of, of the Bon Jovis, and, and I, I say this, I'm not even, I'm not even making a dig at Bon Jovi, but I'm saying of the big rock bands being able to go on a bus and sell a shirt for 50 bucks, and they've got these great things. And if a band earns that point to them, bless their hearts. But this isn't the same reality. There's no such thing as a rock star is not the same. Like, I mean, you talk about the fans, the attention you were getting. You were still in a, probably in a kind of line bus, going to an okay hotel. You had the same food that everybody else eat. You're not eating caviar. We were in, we were in, uh, in South America, we were in a van from right. the, from the hotel. Now the hotels they put us in, thank God, were real nice and they fed us right. like kings. But awesome. We're just in a van up and back and right. trying to make the, the time with the airport every day. And then, you know, it's it becomes overload, man. All the yeah. shit you've got to do uh through the day, you know. It's a lot. It's a lot. And, and a, the fans don't it's complain. Hard. And, and, right. And you, you know, I'm complaining. But that's why I like to be the voice of the complainer. I like to be the old guy yelling at the internet for, the, for, for you guys, being like, hey, <laughs> no one's you. complaining about it. But we all know, as a fan, think about it. When you get up, you're like, oh, it's a Monday. I'm tired. I don't want to go to work. Imagine having to go on stage and smiling for two hours because somebody had to drive and change their schedule to come see you, no matter how sick you are. <laughs> I have days where I'm just dialing it in emotionally, you know? Right. So right. as an artist, to tour and do the, the, the hard part and then always be at your best, you know, it's a challenge. So, you, you know, I also think I give artists some, some slack sometimes if they're having a bad night, you know, and that's of any level, you know, somebody Thank was just you. busted yeah. on. Um, yeah, you're, you're telling it, you're telling the gospel yeah. here. I mean, it's, well, it, I it, am. it was it, three times, it was yeah. three times in South America where I, I didn't, we didn't think about the fact of the elevation. Okay. Oh, yeah. And I've got bad COPD. All right. Three times I had to have oxygen brought to the gigs. Because we were playing one place, the first place uh, that we played, right? It was called uh, Impalis or something like that, uh, Columbia, and we were twelve thousand feet above sea level. Oh wow! That's way the hell up. There's no air. You know, that I couldn't do it. <laughs> you just do it. You... Well, the Somehow. point is, you guys do it, but, but like I said, that's not something that people can be thinking about. And I just think people should have it in the back of their head. They don't be like, "Oh, you're the best. Thanks for being a rocker." No, it's just like there are a lot of other steps before the performance to, for, for a break-even point. So just so you know that Definitely. they're putting a lot of effort in on that end to get to this part, to put on a highly energetic show at this point in your life, you know, you love it. You put a lot of work into it and, and just, you know, yeah, people should appreciate it's it because a, we've learned a lot has changed in the past few years. It has. And so it's like uh, I kind of – I got jaded – in certain ways, you know, I admit that it's like we all I want a little bit of money. I, you know, where's the piece of the pie after all this damn time? A little bit, give me some crust, you know. Yeah, Come on. it's fair. No, no, it's fair. Not much to ask. No. I'm not for anybody to want to make money. You know, I'm going to say, if Zeppelin wants to sell a song to a car commercial, bless their hearts. You wrote the song. Yeah. How are you a sellout for letting your music do something else? 
Who cares if yeah. it's a video game or it's a cool? You think right. it's cool? That kind of crap is out the window to me nowadays. It's like, you're selling Yeah, a money grab. I'm like, when you get back to work, when you go to work every day, is that a cash grab? No, you got bills to pay. So you also need a mood to go back to work to, with somebody else. Maybe you want the magic. Maybe you do need the music, but you create a good a good musical environment that that can foster a union. That's that's something you build. That's a good company. It is. I, I gave it my whole life. It's your brand, and yeah, and only only people that have a, have a saying in that really, I think, is is the band and the decisions they make. Is it hard if you fall in love with a certain lineup? Yes. Is it the end of the world? No. Be a grown up. You don't have right. to listen to them. But to complain about it. Yeah, you don't like what I do? Don't come. Right, right. And I'm not even putting all this weight on you either. I'm just saying, like, um, a big band, Aerosmith, doing a residency right in Vegas. Uh, uh, Tyler had to cancel a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, Scorpions did that. They right. played like right. two weeks in the same right. club. Right. So, so, but uh, they had to cancel it because his voice was bad. Or he had a problems with health reasons. People are losing it, making too much money. If your voice hurts, do you think Steven Tyler, even for his career, wants to cancel a concert? I don't think he does. I think it destroys him. It's not about money at this point. I just, he's a performer and you can't help it. It's not, ha ha ha. He's, he decided he's not in the back of, of, of like you doing like the, the Axl Rose not showing up for three hours before a show thing. Artists, if they have right. to cancel, it's because they're sick. It costs the band's money to cancel. It does a lot. Yeah. yeah. So when a band's sick and they push through it, it's even better, harder. And for you, you're a singer. Yeah. Yeah. I can't change the strength. You know, so, uh, so I'm like, it's gotten rough. Can you switch up the song set? Do you have easier songs you can do? Do you have any? Sometimes we'll take one or two out or switch a couple of them around. Like, you know, that are hard for me to yeah. sing, you know, and the band pretty much will adjust to my need in that sense because I can't change strings. I can't, you know, what are you going to do? Right? No, you are. That's I'm it. all clogged up, right? And that's the way it goes. You can't. You can't do it. I mean, a guitar player can, you know, a key. Yeah, you change the strings. Drummer, you can tune this. You can play this. Even if, you're, if you have a stuffy nose and be a guitar player, no one's going to know because you're playing you a guitar. Throat in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'll, I'll just know. rent a new larynx for the night. You know? And as we learned from Bon Jovi this past year, if you have Bon Jovi, watch Bon Jovi on YouTube, you can't dial it in the vocals nowadays because everyone's got a camera. <laughs> and if there's a problem, yeah. it'll be out there. And definitely, yeah. The world is not very forgiving, you know. No, that's cold, man. To you, it, it, they really rank on you and, and get up your ass about it. And it's like, oh man, he sucked on this one. Like, yeah, give me a little bit of slack, man. That's all I'm asking, you know. I, it I wasn't love, my night. Who cares if you're on key or okay? I love a live performance, and that's why, like, I get where a band may not want to have some live bootleg out stuff, right? Whatever. But I'm the mm. fan that likes it as it is live. You're you're mm. moving around. You're you're you. You, you like the spontaneity. Yeah, man. I want to see. I appreciate a live show. I don't care the bands on key. If I want on key, I'm gonna put the record on. Record on. Right. You know what I'm saying? I Maybe mean, eight years yeah. since they had a new record, but I'll put the band's record on if I want to hear it perfect. Yeah, we're not perfect. <laughs> no. But if you want to mm. see a live show, you want sweat. You want things. You want. You don't want a robot. You don't want a band with a laptop. You want a band, mm. and I I, I love mm. the mistakes. You know, I want to be, I want to be doing an, an album that they want to experiment with. And if it's, if it's bad, good for you. Cause you wanted to do something creative. It's up to the band, but to not let a band make mistakes or perform or have to be perfect. is so unrock and roll. 
It is because you know I get off on the, the squeaks and pops and the, yeah. you know just all the yeah. you know the spark of the moment. That's I tell people you know what keeps me going up there. I can't breathe if I walk up three steps, but somehow <laughs> with the grace of God and adrenaline, I can get up on stage and do the hour, hour and fifteen minutes, whatever you know, and pull it off, you know, or slide by or. You know, I, you know, hey, I'm human. That's awesome. I know, no, but that, that's the whole point. I mean, and I think people need to realize that and appreciate these bands. Like I said, man, if like Atlanta wasn't too far away, I was going to come down and see all you guys, you know. Um, that was a you, real good show that night, too. Was we it? put on a good one. Yeah, yeah, we did. Well, we only got uh, 40 minutes. Well, there's a lot say. of bands on the bill. Yeah, there were. Yeah. There's not a lot of bills that you and you and Wino were on at the same time either. I, you, we hadn't been, uh, uh, Scott and I were talking about that. We said, you know, I told him uh, in uh, Huntsville because they played two gigs with us, right? That one yeah. and, the, and the Snowball Line thing. And I said, do you know, we haven't played together in 40 years. That's insane. Bananas. <laughs> yeah, two old gray-haired guys are looking at each other going, son of a bitch. <laughs> this is really weird. Yeah. You guys got to do something together. You know, I mean, and Scott is just like you, just as chill as you. Um, a while back, I went to this other show, and actually, I went, I met him earlier before the show. I went up, you know, um, his girlfriend came up the, new, the new four man deal with the two guitars, yeah. So, yeah, I went up there, I went up, I went up behind, yeah, it was they're awesome. I went up, so we did like a little talk before the show. We did, I did a little spontaneous little interview, pre interview before the show live. First thing mm -hmm. I've actually done in person, this whole COVID thing it was fun. And I hung out for a little bit, and then they got ready before they went on. And then I shot, actually recorded the show, and put it up there for them. Right. Uh, so it's up there. It's a fun show. Once again, it's live. It's fun. You know. Yeah. It's, great. It's, yeah. It's it's fun. Um. Yeah. You guys gotta play together. That's gotta happen. Yeah. You know. We've been, we've talked about it for God knows how seven uh, or eight years now, and it's just mm, as the river runs. I know, I know. <laughs> this is this has been treating. I think procrastinate an awful lot. <laughs> this is well. I mean, let's see. I'm honest. I'm painfully honest. Like no, people no, tell well, me. Well, you've got the time. Well, okay, you're open, right? Yeah. You got a couple things you can do. You know, you can work on some music. Maybe do a couple of local shows. You guys aren't that far from each other. No. You know. Well, no, no. Now, now we're not. So right. Now he lives in Buffalo. Now. Right. So I mean, you guys are pretty close. No, pretty close. Buffalo well, in Maryland. Well, you are still pretty close. We're on the same side of the. I'm, I'm used to talking to people all over the world. I don't close. drive. He doesn't drive. All right. <laughs> he rides motorcycle. motorcycle. All right. Maybe that way. But like time wise, it really doesn't seem as far if you guys do a t like a couple of dates together. You guys can meet for dates. It's not like. I'm not saying your neighbors, like your friend and Barney. I would love, love to, to tour with them. And then you can maybe. Then you get into the mode and you'd be like, well, let's sit down tonight and we can do a couple of songs at Lone Stool. Right. Well, that's my point is you guys have a, there's an area you guys can tour, like as I'm saying, not like there are bands that are like every, every, every band members in a different state or different country. Some people are actually different continents and are in the same band and they tour. Yeah. Is what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. I'm yeah. Saying you guys right. selectively are not too far to figure out a little something. Right. Yeah. yeah. As a fan, I'm saying it, I get logistics and the reality of it might not be true. Yeah. So I'm, right. I'm, this is me just being a fan, dreaming of a of a of a, of a, of a great show. You know, right. The, right. the dream lineup for me would be 
you two guys on the same bill. Uh, you know, cool. yeah. So that's it. I want to, I want to, I want to thank you for coming on. This has been great. I mean, I know you had a struggle with technology, and, and you know, yeah. Everything. That's a big deal to me. Hey, I'm not Handy Andy. You are. You're fine. Turning out Bob. You know, it's like you know, whatever. I gotta tell you, I, I interview probably like hundreds of people right now, and everyone says the same thing as you do. There's probably only two or three people that usually go, "Do you want me to do audio on my side?" And like, ask me a bunch of questions. Almost everybody says the same questions you do. Everyone has the same comfort level with Zoom and recording. Nobody's out there. I'm just saying that so everybody knows. No one's like a super high tech genius. You you, have, you have fumble Zoom. The last minute, Zoom always has an update, so you're always running off. No matter even with me, I do I do with Zoom all day at work and on the show. It still Good, has I'm a last minute update on me. It doesn't make me feel like a fool now. <laughs> no, there's no such thing as a fool. Like everybody struggles with technology, even an IT person. So, it's running so, so fast. It changes and updates, and you know what? Also, who cares? Who cares about being up to date with everything? You're like me. Everybody always says, Bob, how do you have this knack for just letting everything roll off your back? And it's like my dad taught me when I was little, why are you getting all upset over something you have no control over? It's true. And and, and most things, you you wait long enough, not everything, it'll work itself out. Yeah, yeah. And stress in the meantime will drop you. So, you know, and like I said, I work on the toaster, and all day long, people are like, oh my God, they're like, they're freaking out of this. I'm like, literally, we're just, it's just a toaster with a computer. It's just a stupid <laughs> toaster. You can still pick this thing up and throw it across the room. You're still going to win in a fight. Yeah. Not that big a deal, right? It's right. an inconvenience. <laughs> as long as it's not, now, it's, now if it's like a terminal no situation, I can, I can slam you on the wall. How did you like, like that? <laughs> you can still impose your dominance on this machine. Now, when it gets big and it's like, 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 you know, I'll be back. Then I'm like, all right, we got some problems. <laughs> but right now, yeah, right now, screw it. I can talk to my phone and I can just say, enough of you. Like Siri, I have, I have Siri turned off, but I want my phone talking to me. I'm like, you know, yeah, it's not, it's not my thing. Technology is not. It just, yeah, it's a limit right. to me. It's a limit. You know, it's yeah. fun because I can do the show. It's fun because I can edit. It's fun because I can record my guitar and play and record a song for for fun. But there's that's times it. when the overload says to you, just say. You know, yeah. And and that's what Jeez. people need to realize. You know? And and, and, yeah. and it doesn't be like a huge goal. I mean, like even our talk today was a like a Seinfeld episode because a lot of talk about nothing, but it was about something. Yeah. yeah. Because it was talking and, and, and it's important just to have a conversation about without communication a, is the key, man. Right. That's so all without that, a, a that huge goal. I mean, the end result, yes, on this channel. I like to show various artists that I love and enjoy and I want people to be aware of yeah. and get, or, or get an update on or, or be aware of who this person is. Like I know who you are because we chat a little, uh, offline and whatever back and forth. Right, sometimes. Right. But I think the rest of the world needs to have these, see these kind of conversations, you know, and realize what you really like. Cause I mean, you watch if you, your image, I'm sorry, your image is that video, that, 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 that darn movie, you know, to half the world. You're not that guy. <laughs> I don't know who that guy is. I know, no, but it like, was a little tiny clip in right. time, and that's it. Right. right. 50 years of music, and you got one movie in one year. It was a rough period. You got through it. But a lot of artists have, have had those lost weekends that have been three years. <laughs> a couple of people we've talked to. But the fact you can pass it is that, more important. I've been to that party. 
more than once. The point is, the point is that you pass clear. that and you actually recover from it. And it's almost like it has a, like an arc to the story. There's a success to it. That you you get this part here and you're you're here. And I think and anybody who sees that movie should have to watch and see a conversation like this with you. Because you can't talk to everybody like this. There's not time in the world. But right. people can see who you are. This is this is who Bobby is right here. Yeah, yeah. it is. I'm just a regular old dude, man. Just happen to be very exceptionally talented when it comes to doing music that a lot of people enjoy. You know. And you're a nice guy. And and, and it's important that people <laughs> realize that. So I can't fix a car engine, but uh, you know. I can't either. I, can... I don't even know all the cars. My my family would be like, So is that car so and so? I'm like, dude, I have no idea. Like is it is it a, is a Volkswagen to models? Or is it, I have no idea. Is it a Volkswagen? Is it a, is it a Corvette? Like I know some of the major ones, like especially near the day nowadays, everything looks the same. Everything looks gray and round to me. I, I came I home guess. from the airport last time in a brand new 2022 Tesla. Right? Really? It was yeah. an Uber driver. He sat turned around talking to me. The whole dashboard was one piece of wood with a computer screen. He didn't drive anything or touch anything all the way from D.C., from Reagan Airport, out to Germantown, Maryland. Nothing. Are you serious? It drove itself. I was flipping the fuck out. <laughs> I, I don't think I could do it. I don't think I have enough trust. I, I, I don't you know if I do want to. around. The other ones are sitting there and relaxing. I was like, pretend. Driving, yourself, driving me home. I, I would be like, dude. Out. Yeah. I like turn your back to me, and, so your arms are like this. So it looks like you're steering. So I have the illusion that you're steering yourself <laughs> really? like this. Just like, this. So you're like, like this, yeah, just like this. So yeah. it looks like you're driving because I can't deal with somebody looking at me in the car driving like the Jetsons because that's insane. it was the Jetsons. It was. I said that to the guy. <laughs> that is wild. Absolutely crazy. Yeah, I just don't. I couldn't do it. I, yeah, I, the dashboard had nothing. There was nothing there. It was a piece of wood cross. I mean, that, that, that's window. a big stretch for somebody that, that is relaxed. Now, I have trust issues. Like, <laughs> I haven't gone on one of these rock cruises yet because, <laughs> because I'm afraid of, well, now with COVID, because of also sharks and like everybody getting like ocean side, like somebody eats something, gets like the whole boat gets diarrhea or dysentery or something crazy, or the boat gets stuck in shark water. So I can't <laughs> even go on a boat, right? Now, we all these rock right in the ocean in Italy. Right. So, but now I'm like, all oh, these rock cruises look so good. I'm like, all right, maybe I'll do it. Yeah. Right. But I'm almost there. That's still too far away for me. <laughs> got the EBGBs a little bit still, right? Yeah, I understand. I don't that. know. I'm like, I'm, I'm getting close. I'm getting close. You know, we, we get over this year with Tori. I got to be honest with you, some really good cruises now that are out there on the boats that I think you I could are. probably do it. You know, it's fun. Cruises are neat. Yeah, when we've gone yeah. just country to country, 24 hours on one of these huge things, it's got five floors and a shopping center in it. And then... <laughs> well, I'm saying something they have the rock cruises, though, too. They have all these special, specialized ones, yeah, too. yeah, like the kiss things and stuff like that. Where you know, come out for two weeks and just yeah. have a blast with us, yes, kiss. And then they have uh, like they have a couple of rock ones, they got like a prog rock one, which is like you know, every band on I think Gentle Giant was like everybody was on that one. I mean, it's like crazy, it is wild. So I mean, yeah, there's so much out there. They need a doom. Dream. They need a doom psychedelic stoner one out there. Yeah. You guys, you know, the boat, kind of going, the boat would be like a giant Cheech and Chong. This boat would be like a bong. It would just be like it would just like, <laughs> it would just be the world's biggest bong. Bong boat. That would be funny, but it would be a good cruise though. That would be a lot of fun. 
<laughs> we'll put that one in the books too while we're making up tour dates. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, the I, I want to thank you for coming on, man. It's always a pleasure talking to you. Thanks for having me on, Sean. I appreciate Anytime. that. Well, we'll have hey. you back again. We'll, we'll check back in a couple of months and see where we're at with everything, okay? I like having you on. Yeah, please do you might have to guest please host. I think, I think we'll have you back. Maybe I'll have you guest host with somebody. We've talked about it. We'll see what's going on this year. Oh, boy. We have a couple yeah. people we've talked about, so we'll keep it to ourselves. Um, yes. And one of those yes. persons. No, don't change it. But they have an album that still has not been released yet. That person. Right. It should be out so, months and months. It, it, I know a single went out last year, and we'll see what happens if it comes out. They may be a little more doing the press thing, and we'll see where you're at. Maybe we can um, do a little thing with you and me and that person. All right. What a yeah. what a trip! If it can happen, it'll That's happen. I'll have one. If I get if I get it, <laughs> I will definitely give you the call. Give me a shout out. I promise you, I will. I promise you will. Even not with Candy Candy. Thank you. I know. I know. <laughs> all right, Check bye. him out on his sites, please. Check me out, man.